What that motherfucker said in that movie, goddamn nigga, uh, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge, motherfucker? This nigga didn't dodge, duck, dip, dribble, trip. I'd have clipped myself just to make sure I didn't catch an arrow in my ass. And on that note, let's go. Welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat, coming to you live. That's right, live, always live from the JM Studios right here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma. Man, I have had one of them days from hell, but I am so happy to be around you fuckers. You have no idea how much I miss you. Hold on. Thought I'd put a cover on my condom just in case my mic decided to be a dirty whore today, you know. Seth, did I just say cover on my condom? What the fuck? I told y'all I didn't have a long-ass goddamn day, man. Shit. Nothing went the way it was supposed to fucking go. And you know how that shit goes. God damn. Hell, I wanted to have this shit done by 8.45 this morning until I realized that I was in here rambling for fucking 30 minutes and I wasn't recording shit. You know, this is, uh, you know, I know I've been podcasting for well over a year now. And you fuckers don't have to remind me that, yeah, niggas like, niggas and shit like that. I ain't got no business doing however fuck you shit happens. (laughs) And on that note, I got a couple of shout outs that I always love to give to all of my wonderful and beautiful people that listen and enjoy the Joe Moffat show on a regular basis. And keep in mind, I'm pulling this straight from my follow, not from a followers list, but actually from people who've listened to the show um, and listened to episodes, particularly over the last week. Um, we have a young lady, I think it's a young lady anyway, by the name of Mimi. Hi, Mimi. We also have a Neil Milan, AJ Jump, Weddington, Tira Boye. Yes, I just fucked up your name. And also feel good that somebody said your name on a podcast. And feel great that I fucked it up because you got a fucked up last name. So shit, I wouldn't even go nowhere near spelling that shit. And I know I spelled it wrong. But the Weddington part is kind of cool. I actually like that. Um, whoever the hell is real talk podcast i don't know if that's supposed to be r-e-l-l i don't know if y'all did oh y'all did do that shit on purpose hey well hey rail podcast what's going on my niggas shit everybody having fun over there i hope because we definitely having fun over here uh dimitri av uh akavo uh shit dimitri akatov y'all motherfuckers gonna think i'm fucking illiterate today i don't know i'm gonna give you a real easy name though too and this is probably one of the whitest names i've ever heard beth snow foster thank you whoever you are beth for listening to the joe moffa show and just to ramble off a few cities where people come from of course enid oklahoma uh hawkinson delaware san jose california the people in brooklyn love me brooklyn loves me shout out to the fucking brooklyn babies um, Marquette, Michigan, Carrizo Springs, Texas, St. Paul, Minnesota, Lufkin, Texas, London, Tucson, Austin, wherever the hell, Katowice, Poland. I ain't never even heard of no goddamn Katowice, Poland, but then again, I couldn't name another motherfucking city other than Katowice any goddamn way right now. So Katowice is the one. What's going on, folks? Thank y'all for checking us out. And of course, Pennsylvania, Texas. Uh, South Carolina, the list goes on and on. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. You have no idea 
how important you guys are to my movement. So, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate all the love. We're going to try to keep this thing going and get it bigger and bigger. And, of course, better and better. Speaking of bigger and better and crazier things, um, the biggest thing that we're going to start off today's show with is the recap of Game of Thrones. Now, I know what y'all are thinking. Joe, you usually end the show with the Game of Thrones recap, but I'm going to kick it off a little early for y'all this time because this shit this week was off the motherfucking chain, was it not? This was one of the best goddamn, I think, episodes of Game of Thrones that I've seen, and I've seen them all more than once, okay? Me and my wife, we just, we started watching Game of Thrones, what? four or five months ago maybe and we've already watched all of it twice other than the new episodes which is impossible and we've even watched a couple of them more than once already for season six the shit is addictive we'll get in and i'm just if you're wondering yes for those that are wondering yes 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 i also have started watching oranges and new black i know they had their new episodes drop on netflix don't nobody go spoiling that shit for me because I'm just now like on season two, episode 11. So don't fuck it up or I will fuck you up and then that shit will be funny as fuck. But back to Game of Thrones. I, and now, and I have to ask this question. I know I'm not the only motherfucker that's an ask this question. Is there something mentally wrong with the Starks? Seriously. It, especially the Stark men. Not necessarily the women. The women are handling their business, especially Sansa. Sansa pulled some shit this weekend, and I never thought that bitch was going to have the capabilities of doing it. And that was actually being a fucking adult and handling her business and not, you know, penciling and pissing and crying like a little bitch. She got up, grabbed the homie. The homie pulled up with a load of niggas. And she went in there and had to go save the click because John Dumbass was ready to run into this shit and just die. We need to take some perspective with John and let him know, nigga, you done already had to been bought back from death once. Granted, it had nothing to do with you. You did not cause your death. You weren't trying to hurt yourself. It wasn't a suicide attempt. So we understand the first time that you died, you had no, I guess... You didn't have shit to do with it. They fucking stabbed you right there. Niggas that you trusted. You shouldn't have trusted them cocksucker motherfuckers, but you did anyway. You know, they were your brothers, you know. But even in the same fucking breath, <laughs> you know, now this nigga, you didn't have nothing to do with your first death, so you want to have something to do with the second one, motherfucker? Is that the reason why after you get your ass flung off a horse, which would break the average nigga's neck that's not on TV, but yet and still... Yo motherfucking ass sitting here. And next thing I motherfucking know, John is running in toward a crowd of niggas. Why the hell do you think it is smart to pull a fucking Cat Williams flinging your micro midget ass into a crowd of niggas? You don't stop doing that shit, folks. That ain't smart. Never, ever, 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 never, ever will you ever see me sitting here talking about running, bunch brushing a whole crowd of niggas by myself. For what? To ask to be fucked up, nigga? If I want to do some fucked up shit to myself, I, like, tickle my asshole or something. That's that's my extent of doing fucked up shit to myself. I, You know, I might tickle my asshole sometimes, you know, I might, you know, I'm good, I don't fucking know, but shit. But when you do that, <laughs> that's a lot better than having five, six niggas stomping your ass out in the corner somewhere because you wanted to show your fucking manhood. 
You had to show everybody that you was somebody. The problem is when your ass is somebody and you roll up on five or six other niggas who think they somebody, well, motherfucker, that's just God's will. So I don't know if John is trying to get his fucking self killed, but dude, like I said, you didn't have nothing to do with your first death. So don't cause your second death, my nigga. What the hell? Then he ran, he, he, he ran up there, got a whole bunch of his niggas killed because we had already established, they had already said John didn't have enough people. We knew this. His ass wasn't ready. But John, who gives no fucks, I'll give him that. I, it's not, you know, I give him a bit for the doubt on not giving a fuck because he did not give a fuck at all, my nigga. John didn't give a shit. That nigga flung the fuck off that horse and he didn't give a fuck. Well, somebody should also remind John ass, John, the Valerian steel sword can fuck up a whole lot of White Walkers. But when it comes to human, they don't have no special effects, motherfucker. You got to stab and cut and kill them niggas. Which, what that motherfucker did. John handled his goddamn business in that fucking fight. Where the fuck was Davos? Was he even in any of the, the real squirrel of the, the the actual quorum? I don't know. Because I swear I saw a clip with this nigga like getting real pissed off. And he was supposed to have been hacking the shit out of some people. You know. The giant pissed me off. How you a giant and you worried about 20 niggas with a stick? If I'm a giant. And, I'm, and I see 20 niggas with a stick. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to slip my big-ass giant foot up under the motherfucking, where these niggas is pointing the stick up at me. I'm going to put my giant-ass foot and punt every one of them stick-holding motherfuckers. That nigga didn't kick one motherfucker across that goddamn field. I was pissed off. I'm like, I know the giant going to like pick one of these niggas up and flick his ass like a bugger. No. They had the fucking giant. You, nigga, you the biggest motherfucker there. How the fuck you the biggest one there and you ain't the baddest nigga there? John was the baddest nigga there, period. You know, he should have been and he was supposed to be. But nigga, on the, on the flip side, goddamn, giant. You, you kind of lost some cool points with me on that shit. Then you sit there and get fucked off. So I was like, well, we knew this shit was going to fucking come. Because either way, because we know as black people, we already fucking know if your ass is not like everybody else, there's a good chance that you liable to get fucked off. That's just, you know, some of the American must have came out of Ramsey Snow on that shit. Y'all motherfuckers, you can get mad at me for saying this shit all you want. Kiss my ass. So what? You know I ain't lying. Hell. Hell, I see niggas get racially motivated. What the fuck you think somebody gonna do to a giant, nigga? Why you think we ain't been visited by the aliens? Racism, that's why we ain't been visited by the fucking aliens. But nonetheless, if I was a giant, my nigga, I'm gonna reach my big gigantic ass down and grab like six or seven of them niggas. You might stab me in my hand. That's okay. That's fine. Couple of bed sheets. Can we put a couple of bed sheets in a sheep? For wool, fuck it. We'll banish this shit up. There you go. But goddamn, you a giant. Punt a motherfucker. Flick this nigga. He could have flicked one of them motherfuckers and 18 probably would have fucking followed his ass in the air going across that fucking field. And on the other end, what the fuck was Ramsey giving these goddamn soldiers? Them niggas was on a special kind of dope to sit there and run across the field thinking it's okay to charge a fucking giant. 
Really? Did this? Did nobody ever teach your ass that's a giant motherfucker? This might not be the best idea. Perhaps we didn't think this shit through. <laughs> Glad to see Tormund made it. You know, I saw the most fucked up picture of him on Facebook. Oh my god, that's <laughs> my wife showed me this shit a picture and Brienne. And Brienne was sitting there. She's like, you know, Brienne, and, and she was talking about her first love. They say her first love was was uh, the Baratheon kid. I forget his name. And then her 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 second love was Jamie Lannister. You know what I'm saying? And then they show Tormund's ass with this just big goofy ass fucking look on his face that just had my ass in fucking stitches when I saw that shit. Because I'm telling y'all, I think I'm playing. Joe, y'all gonna think I'm wrong, but I'm I'm calling it right now. Joe Moffat said it right here on the Joe Moffat show that Tormund is going to get a hold of Brienne and he's going to tear that ass in two. And then in the same breath, she is going to fuck him. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You heard me say it right. She is going to fuck the shit out of him. You heard it right here first. It's going to happen. Okay, so y'all might as well go on and get ready because all our dreams, I know that's my dream because, you know, I, I think it, I think they'd be cute together, to be honest with you. I do. Shit. Big Tormund and Big Brand sitting there tanning up in the goddamn sheets. Hell. Rincon. Is it Rincon? Is it Rincon or is it Rickon? I think it's Rickon. Ricky. That's what we're going to call that nigga. Well, yeah, we need to call that nigga Ricky. Because that running in a straight fucking line shit has got to stop. Let me tell you something, children. And I always remember that Uncle Joe said this to you. If your ass got a team of niggas, or even one nigga, or even one crazy bitch that you don't want to fuck with no more, if this motherfucker is talking about shooting at you, let me assure you, running in a straight line is not going to get you to fucking safety. No. That straight line would have to be pointing your ass into like a fucking cinder block wall that's coated in concrete and asbestos filled paint to save your ass. And you only got to run like three, four feet from the motherfucker. Well, you might have a chance. This nigga told him to run. He didn't tell him how to run. Like, nigga, you didn't tell me I couldn't duck, dip, dive, dodge, and dip. You didn't say that. You said I had to run. So my ass would have been diving and ducking and dipping and dodging and diving like a motherfucker. You think I'm fucked up. You wouldn't have got me today. No, nigga. And then John's stupid ass would have run out there on the horse like you going to really be able to just scoop his ass up to freedom. And then, and some of y'all's, y'all be writing heroic shit. You know, people don't do shit like that. That ain't real heroics. <laughs> you, <laughs> Yo, man, I, that, that ain't really being heroic, nigga. Come on, man. That's, that, nigga, you doing too much. John, they had John doing too much in that goddamn war to me. I mean, it, it was just, you know, you <laughs> you had Ramsey dumbass sitting back there not doing them. This nigga ain't lifting a muscle done shit. The only thing Ramsey did was kill Ricky and the goddamn giant. That's it. That's all that motherfucker did and talk shit. And get his ass ate out by a dog. Now, <laughs> some people said, now, in my defense, some people said the dog scene was a little too violent, even though it's on cable television. 
um, I'm going to reply with this. If you same motherfuckers wasn't saying that it was too violent for them dogs that ate them niggas on Django and Jane, shut the fuck up. I'm glad Ramsey got his whole ass to elbows. Ate the fuck. I can rewind that shit twice because Ramsey was a, was a bastard. He was a sorry motherfucker. He was a bastard, not just in the in the literal sense. This nigga was a bastard in the figurative sense because the shit that he was doing just didn't make no fucking sense. Why, as a man, would you find it comfortable to cut off another man's dick? Explain this shit to me. Hmm? Hmm? Let me know. I'm be honest with you. Did you hold his dick when he cut it? You queer. <laughs> Hell, I come on. As a man, uh, as as any man, you should not ever want to see no man ever hear anything about something happening to. If I have a friend that get kicked in the nuts and I see it, I will cry for this nigga. I will go up to him, give him a hug. Oh my God, Jesus! Why, Lord? No, no, Lord Jesus! Come on, come on, dog. Just breathe. Just breathe. It's okay. Like rubbing this nigga's back of his head and shit, trying to calm him down. Come on. <laughs> He just asked Lamar so he can get through the fact that he just had his nuts kicked into his throat. You know what I'm saying? I feel bad that a motherfucker for any of my friends has been hitting the nuts. I have a little small uh, nut issue myself. Uh, I had to go to the emergency room last week, and uh, I was diagnosed with something called acute hyperseal which is uh, something I never wish on my worst enemy, but basically it's it's a situation that causes enough pain where you feel like you've been kicked in your nuts like eight, nine times, like in succession, you know what I'm saying? And it was quite painful. Uh, luckily for me, Advil and a couple of other concoctions helped help keep it down. But, uh, yeah, that's there's some real fucked up shit, and I got to get it fixed, and I plan on getting it fixed. So, guys, you know, if you ever... Make sure you, you check your balls out and stuff like that. Me, personally, I'm glad it wasn't nothing like major like cancer or anything like that. That's what I was really worried the fuck about because I was like, they were talking about lumps and, you know, I know we're supposed to be talking about Game of Thrones, but I got to tell y'all about the little nurse that was sitting here with her hands on my balls and my wife on the other side of the room watching this shit while this chick running this goddamn ultrasound machine across my balls to see what was going on with my nuts and shit. I looked down at my nuts, and it looked like this motherfucker had, like, spiky hair, like one of them kids from the 90s and shit. My nuts looked like Jonathan Taylor Thomas on fucking Home Improvement. This shit was just poof, right up in the air. Hell, I ain't lying. My nuts was like, this shit, I mean, and it, and, and it was goopy, and, sh you know, and y'all fucking know me. Of course I was sitting there talking shit the whole fucking time. I thought she was going to thump me on the nut one time, and I think they was already feeling bad enough for me. Because the, the dudes in the hospital, when they heard my diagnosis, I mean, these niggas was walking up to me like in prayer. You know, one of these motherfuckers had a devil tattoo saying devil, is, Satan is my hero on his arm. And this nigga asked to pray for me and started the prayer with dear heavenly father. I was like, shut up, nigga. You see a nigga with a nut problem that will change your life. You ever want to make a man be more sensitive? Tell him about another man's balls and the issues that he had with it. That motherfucker will break down. And if he don't, he's a bitch-ass nigga because he does not believe in the cause of men. And he can go and fuck off because <laughs> that's some bullshit. And it was a whole lot of pain. So with me having to deal with my nut pain and everything else last week, believe you me, 
watching Ramsey finally fucking get his was like the icing on the fucking cake. No, I did not watch the finals. Fuck you, Cleveland. I don't give a damn about Cleveland. Y'all can kiss my ass. I don't like the Browns. And as long as the Browns are around, or the Ravens for that matter, fuck both teams, I'm for my fucking Texans. And every time my Texans play their asses, I hope they kick the shit out of the both of them. So there it is. I don't give a damn that LeBron won his championship. Fuck him. And quit saying LeBron James is better than goddamn Michael Jordan. You niggas is crazy. You go 6-0 and in the, the next motherfucker to go 6-0 and in the finals will be the next Michael Jordan. Until then, shut the fuck up. There is no debate. There is no conversation about this. We shouldn't even be disrespecting LeBron and taking away from his talents by comparing him to Jordan, whose talents at that time, y'all don't, look, LeBron couldn't be who he is without Jordan because he had to be, all of the young basketball players that are coming up now have to emulate Jordan. Everybody say he act like, he play like, he dunk like, but motherfucker, he had to see the greatest to become who he is. You think Mike Tyson never saw Muhammad Ali fight before he stepped in the ring? Fuck you. Yeah, he did. Shit. God damn it. You got to, you, hell, to, Muhammad Ali said it best. Why do you act the way you act? Because I watched Gorgeous George. And he said he was so, he was the prettiest thing out there. And I wanted to be the prettiest and the baddest man on the planet. Where the fuck you think that phrase came from? You feel me? So, I mean, but, I mean, goddamn, just, shit, <laughs> stop the debate. There's no debate on LeBron and Michael. You can't put them two in the same league, okay? Because I'm going to tell you something. The first time LeBron was in a championship, see, that this, this is the difference with, between LeBron and Michael. First of all, Michael had Scotty, okay? Michael had Rodman, which... And then he had Steve Kerr. I know a lot of people like, and I remember Steve Kerr hitting a lot of all important threes and everything. I never really remember if Stephen Kerr had like a real forty point game or, you know, had many assists or rebounds or anything like that. But I know he, you know, they say he was an assassin at the three point line, which was true. But to kill the monotony until you go six and zero, you ain't the greatest. Michael went six and zero. Every time he stepped in the finals, he won. Period. Every time he stepped in the finals, he won. I don't fuck that he lost the Eastern Conference Finals to Orlando's sorry ass who turned around and got their asses dusted by the Rockets. Yes, I said dusted. Because that's what the fuck happened. Them niggas got dusted bad. 4-0. I remember that shit. I watched every game with enthusiasm and glee, nigga. That shit was wonderful. I could give two fucks about LeBron James, though. Because I'm sorry. When he left Cleveland to go win a title, bitch nigga. All day. Bitch nigga. You going to leave us to go get a title, and then you finally want to decide to say, okay, I guess I'll go on and come back. And, yeah, you, you finally helped him win a title. I bet you he don't do it again. I bet you he don't repeat. I'll say that shit right now. LeBron James will not repeat next year. If I'm wrong, hmm. If I'm wrong, I will wear, I will buy a Cleveland Cavaliers LeBron James jersey. 
There you go. I'll spend a hundred dollars. I'll get the expense. I'll, I'll get the nice one. I won't get the cheap one. Yeah. I'm. I. I'll, I'll, and y'all hear it now. I will buy that fucking jersey and, and get the expensive one. Yeah. And wear it with pride because I fucking lost a bet. Fuck it. Which, by the way, speaking of apparel, the new line of the Joe Moffat shirts for the Joe Moffat show are going to be available here in, uh, I want to say July 14th. We are going to start taking orders. Um, it may be a little after the 18th. I don't know yet. I got to get something situated because we also do a live show in Houston. On the weekend of July the 18th, which will probably be July the 16th, depending on travels and stuff like that. So it could be either the 16th, 17th, 18th that we will have uh, a, a live show live from Houston. Um, of course, it'll be recorded, but I'm going to, to record it and make it accessible that you guys can hear me live. It's going to be out the chain. Um, we also have our Anchor app now. We're going to be doing some more stuff with that. Of course, you know, we're already on uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Vine, all of them good goody goodies, you know. So y'all make sure to check us out on all of our major uh, networks that we use to promote the Joe Moffat show. So what else happened in the Oh shit, might have been LeBron and, and Game of Thrones. Wait a minute. Hold oh, 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 up. When I looked on Twitter Monday and they said that they were doing a vote for gun control. Some in my head said bullshit, which, by the way, I go to Twitter for my news now. I know y'all think I'm crazy for that shit, but I'm sorry. I don't think Twitter is owned by one of the major, you know, six major media broadcast companies, and Twitter is really for the people, so I'm going to continue to use that shit religiously. Um, but what blew my mind was when everybody freaked the fuck out because of all people to make a statement about some serious shit that's going on. And not only did baby girl make the statement, she made the statement and not only pissed some people off, but she also impressed the fuck out of some people. She impressed the shit out of me. I'll be real with you. I thought what she said was fucking amazing. I think her taking that stand to say and to defend the rights of those that don't feel they should feel unsafe because of of a fucking gun you know i mean goddamn no one should feel that way no one should ever feel like they're in fear of their own life and it pisses me off that some dumb fucks always want to sit here and try to the first rule that everybody always says when it comes to gun control is that we're too busy protecting our rights okay so let me get this straight you're okay with the right of somebody killing someone there's more people who's more concerned about their fucking rights as far as what they're able to do than the rights of people being able to live freely come on man you know by the way tsww podcast i saw that shit you posted on my page last night i know you probably thought i wasn't going to address it you know after i repeated retweeted something from the honorable John Rep. John Lewis, a man that has done so much for this country, and you want to sit here and, and your punk ass going to sit here talking about pass your bedtime children, let the adults continue to protect our rights. Let me say something about your rights real quick. Your rights got 50 people killed a little under two weeks ago. 
Your rights have caused mass shootings to take place in this country all over the place. I, I can't name any cities because, frankly, it's fucking happened damn near everywhere. Don't even get me started about the ones that, that, that ain't been mentioned. Yeah, you don't hear about the ones in the ghettos and the projects, you know. Them the ones that I get phone calls from back home in Houston, you know. Th those ones, you don't hear the, main, the, the major media broadcast. They'll talk about it, but as soon as somebody will notice that they talk about it, they'll pull the shit down. I've seen this with my own fucking eyes. Right? But for me and, and, and this person that I'm speaking of, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Kim Kardashian. Y'all know I've been very crucial of Kim Kardashian in the past, which is true. I have been very crucial, baby doll, because I'm sorry. I think a person shouldn't really, you know, make their whole dependence on who they are off of the basis of giving bad head and having a big ass. I'm sorry. What the fuck do you want from me? The girl gives bad head and she got a fat ass. But on this day, you know, on this day, which was Monday. She let her voice be heard, and I was fucking amazed. She went to Twitter and said, so sad the Senate voted against background checks being needed to buy guns, so terrorists on FBI wanted list can legally steal buy guns. Oh, and mentally ill people can buy guns without background check, too. The fact that anyone can so easily access guns is so scary, and after all the devastating uh, loss in Senate, should, you know, the Senate shouldn't fail us. And I'm sitting here reading this for the first time, and I first read it, and I was like, Holy shit. Kim got a point. Kim Kardashian made... Holy shit, did hell freeze over this bitch that made a point. After all the years and all the craziness that we done seen from this woman, it was refreshing to see her truly make a point, you know. Because her husband is now pointless, you know. That nigga, you know, I remember when he talked all that shit... And he was running his motherfucking mouth about uh, what was the nigga saying that time when he was talking about, you know, George Bush don't care about black people. Woo, 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 woo. I remember all that from, from Katrina and all that shit and all that bump, mouth bumping he was doing. And then in the same breath, this motherfucker ain't got the decency to get out of his own car and pump his own fucking gas. Really, nigga? I look at the little shit. I just don't look at the major shit that you do. Fuck you. You make your woman pump your gas, you a bitch. Every day of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Bitch, bitch. 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 Use a bitch. Period. And I'm proud of Kim. Yeah, I said it. Y'all better record that shit because I may not never say that shit again. But on this day, I can say I was proud of Kim Kardashian. I think she said some remarkable. I know it was just a Twitter post, but it was it was happy to see that it's happy to see any entertainer that takes the time to give attention to fucked up shit that's happening in this country. No matter who it is. You understand what I'm saying? It's important. Cause they're they are they are our launching pad. My shows exist because of entertainment. My my jokes exists because of stupid motherfuckers. That's the reason why if it wasn't for dumb shit, I wouldn't have nothing to talk about. You feel me? Which, by the way, while I am also applauding Miss Kim 
Good job, boo-boo. Mike Florio. Oh, Mike, 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 Mike. For those that don't know who Mike Florio is, he is a sports commentator. Okay? Commentator. Commentator. All right? Journalist. So he's, no, let me rephrase. Take that back. Skip, rewind. He is a sports journalist, not commentator, journalist. Which in journalist means nine times out of ten, his ass ain't never, ever, 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 ever played sports. It also probably means, other than being a journalist, his ass ain't never, ever, ever been real popular in life. But, and as I've said in the past, I am a protector of the righteous. Okay? I do enough wrong to where I don't feel that people who do right should be done wrong. So we're going to defend the motherfuckers that's doing right and burn the hell the motherfuckers that try to fuck with them. And what am I talking about? I don't know what y'all fuck y'all rambling about. This dumb motherfucker takes a shot. A shot. You got Greg Hardy, sorry ass, sitting somewhere breathing and living in the United States of America. And you have the nerve and audacity to take a shot at J.J. fucking Watt? Really, my nigga? You take a shot at one of the most wholesome motherfuckers in the NFL? The one motherfucker that if they wanted to actually make the face of the NFL... It would be J.J. fucking Watt. Because he is the only true, consistent fucking player in the league. The nigga pay at one speed. Boom. Sonic, boom. Richter, boom. What the? Boom. That nigga play at the speed of boom. And you want to sit here and poke the fucking bear. Why? Because he was on Twitter. Really, dude? Really, dude? And anybody that follows J.J. White know he don't tweet much during the season. He had more work than work got work. You hear me? It's dope dealers that see J.J. White say, God damn, that nigga working his ass off, ain't he? This motherfucker sitting around right now like in, in banking agencies and in different businesses that are just happy. A person like J.J. Watt ain't running a fucking organization because that nigga wouldn't, it wouldn't be no work left for nobody else. Shit. That motherfucker is the epitome of what you want. The definition of what you want if you are building a franchise, particularly as you should build a football franchise around a defensive player. So for Mike Florio's big mouth ass, to sit here and sound all like, oh, well, J.J. Watt's using Twitter. And And I know he might be taking a shot at J.J. because J.J. did crack on, I remember, uh, who was that, Zach Mettenberger? That nigga's, like, favorite fucking target. I don't even know why the fuck Tennessee was putting Zach Mettenberger on the field against J.J. Because that nigga, that motherfucker had incentive. He wasn't getting paid no more to hit that nigga. He had the incentive of hitting that nigga. And he took that incentive and spent that motherfucker as much as he could. Shit. J.J. was trying to rip that motherfucker head off on every goddamn play. And if he got his hands on him, that was his ass. As with any other player in the NFL. J.J., wrap your ass up. You're fucked. Sorry. 
Didn't mean to be that guy, but that's your ass, bro. So, I mean, I can understand how some people can see complete and utter dominance and become a hater. I mean, shit, Michael Jordan had haters. Now, I'm not putting J.J. Watt in the same league as as Michael Jordan because J.J. got to give me a Super Bowl before we even go into that situation. You know, like I was saying earlier in the show, everybody keep trying to compare LeBron to Jordan, but when LeBron lost his first, when LeBron the first time lost in the NBA Finals, that ended the conversation for me. Okay, you can do all of the great, wonderful, terrific accolades. Reggie Miller got better stats than, than, than half of the history of the NBA player. And yet that nigga still did not get a ring. Reggie Miller was one of the first purest lights out shooters I had personally ever seen in my life. But yet and still, nigga, if you don't get the ring... It don't damn near mean a thing, man. You got to get that title. You got to hold that title up. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, be proud of your career. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of making it there and, and doing it. But don't sit here and get cocky enough and keep constantly throwing niggas under the bus with, with this Michael Jordan limerick shit. Because, yeah, LeBron James is a great player. The nigga got three championships. He's a beast. I'm not going to lie. LeBron James is a bad motherfucker. But. Let's stop comparing him to Michael Jordan. Please, please, please. Complete, please, please. Shit. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was great. We can't compare him to him. Height, speed, size, different position. Shit. Robert Ory, he was an amazing player. An asshole, but he was an amazing player. I know people say, why are you calling him an asshole? I was at a concert one night in Houston, Texas, and his ass was there. And needless to say, we, we're we in the fucking compact center, which was, you know, the basketball arena of the Rockets at the time, before they uh, they was originally the Summit, and then they transferred it to the compact center. Now it's an oversized fucking church for a bastard who don't need excess amounts of money just to tell people what the fuck they need to do with their lives with his non-medically, professionally trained ass. But we ain't going to go there with that shit today, though. I'm not going and, uh-uh, that, that's a whole nother show. And yes, bitches, I'm talking about Joel Osteen, goddammit. But like I said, that's a whole nother show. But, and Robert Ory came into the arena. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. You see somebody sitting in your seat, you're going to be a dick about it, right? In some cases. Some people, you know, you sitting there and you see them at a concert. They sitting in your seat. Say, say, bro, you know, come on. Then your ass become an usher, you know. Hey, you and you. We got to get to going, you know what I'm saying? Usher your ass up out of my goddamn seat and get back to where the hell you going. No, no, not Mr. Ory. No, this nigga had to make a scene and act a fool. I mean, I swear this nigga, this nigga went to go say something about his seat. This nigga had the owner of the compact center, the motherfucking police and a fucking usher trying to get one, two niggas out of his seats. And they had only posted up because they got their numbers wrong. The funny part about it was they got their numbers wrong. And then the motherfuckers moved like two seats over and had to sit next to this asshole for the whole night. That's fucked up. Funny, but fucked up. Shit. But hell, I mean, man, don't get me wrong. People are people. But can but yeah, let's make a decent comparison to from for LeBron James. They, everybody want to go to Jordan. That's always that's just that's hey, that's a stepping stone. But contrary to popular belief, there were a lot of players that were a little better than Jordan. There, there were a few players that. Oh, I can't say better, better than Jordan. 
but made their contribution. You know, Magic Johnson was an amazing basketball player, but you don't hear many people make comparisons to Magic Johnson. You know, Allen Iverson was an amazing fucking basketball player. I've seen a few references to Allen Allen Iverson over the years, but not a lot. I'll be honest. He's just one of those players that that was, I mean, goddamn, that, that motherfucker was posterizing because he would posterize your ass. You know, Allen Iverson was a bad motherfucker. You feel me? When that nigga shook Jordan out of his goddamn Jordans, that shit was beautiful. I goddamn, that was one of the worst fucking crossovers I had ever. Nigga, that crossover right there is what launched and won. Somebody saw that shit, got so inspired, and said, nah, we we gotta uh uh-uh, we gotta do something with this shit. And that inspired and and won. There it is. I mean, shit. You, you see that shit once, hell, that inspired you to do a whole lot of shit with your life. That shit was a, this nigga shook the greatest goddamn player and shook him bad. Not light. No. He shook it. Boy Jordan was sitting there looking like, oh sh- the hell? That nigga say he went back to the goddamn bench, sat down, looked at his feet, be like, come on, fellas, we need to cooperate. Shit. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Nigga, is it glue on my shoe, motherfucker? This nigga stuck my ass in place. And he did. And Allen Iverson did that shit to everybody. There's a clip of Allen Iverson shaking the top 10 players of the NBA at that point in his career where he was. I'm willing to bet you can find a clip for for the top 10 players. Iverson got their ass. Every fucking one of them. And I know he made a few of them bust their ass. I, I don't know if he got Shaq's ass, but I'd love to see that. Anybody can find me a video of Shaquille O'Neal getting shucked by Allen Iverson. I want to see that shit because I'm telling you, that was going to probably look, be like a big-ass King Kong-ass gorilla <laughs> trying to catch that little white bitch, <laughs> and only this time, she ain't having it. <laughs> this motherfucker didn't got away. Yes, I just said Shaq look like a big gorilla motherfucker. Look at his ass. That nigga's huge. Shaq is big for no fucking reason. You don't need to be that goddamn big for what? What in the hell in the evolution is we needing a nigga to reach that high up in a goddamn counter for? If you done bit your house into some shit that you can't reach your own shit, you done bought the wrong fucking house. Shit. Dude. <laughs> really, nigga? You got to call a nigga to spot your ass to get some shit out of your top goddamn cabinet? Hey, Shaq, come by, man. I, man, I need to clean my fucking ceiling fan, dog. This shit got dust bunnies and, and all kind of shit just flinging everywhere. Just it's, it's embarrassing, dog. Please, please, please. Dude, you, nigga, you only that big for a fucking reason. Come clean my goddamn fan shit. Why you judging me? God damn. <laughs> Hell, Shaq is fucking huge. He the friendliest motherfucker I've never seen on TV. I got Shaq don't give a fuck. To be that you see people that big, you usually think they're assholes. Nah. Shaq gives two shits. And I love it. Except when Akeem Elijah one walk in the room. You <coughs> you ever want to piss off Shaquille O'Neal, show up with Akeem Elijah one. That'll shut his ass up quick. That's the only man that truly put well, I ain't I, I put it to you like this. Shaq would have never became who he became in the NBA if it wasn't for Akeem Olajuwon putting him on his ass and and and, and giving him, because you know at that point in Shaq's career, <coughs> you know he was so goddamn green, you know, 
it, it was ridiculous, you know. And then the nigga smelled fresh, you know. And then he had to go up against a beast like a King Elijah one. And everybody in their mama wanted to see this because at the time Elijah one was the shit. Nigga, Elijah one would go out and do shit that people. W- Elijah one would shake a nigga, pass the ball, run to the top of the key, take two steps back, pop a three on your ass like it ain't nobody business. A center was doing this to niggas. Akeem Olajuwon revolutionized basketball. I've never heard Akeem Olajuwon. They'll skip over Akeem Olajuwon to go to Jordan to compare LeBron James. That's fucking stupid. The closer comparison is to him and Akeem Olajuwon, and contrary to popular belief, I don't know if LeBron is an Olajuwon. You want to know why? Olajuwon made it to the finals twice. You know what he did with his opportunity? He took that fucking title home. One time, he beat the shit out of a nigga because everybody kept comparing him to that nigga, and he had to show the whole motherfucking world that he was the biggest, baddest nigga in the end motherfucking B.A. You know. Say Elijah won the title and was standing out there waiting on that nigga to show up to that goddamn Taco Bell shoot-off. Y'all remember that shit? I bring it up. I bought it up not too long ago. It was a big contest back in the 90s when the finals was happening, and they were talking about Taco Bell, I guess, was trying to either – I don't know if they was trying to, like, pet Shaq because of what happened in the finals or, like, try to, like, poke. I, I, honestly, it was probably just a publicity stunt, to be honest with you, but they were trying to say they were going to sponsor on pay-per-view a one-on-one basketball game between McKeem Elijah one and Shaquille O'Neal. And then they say O'Neal backed out at the last minute because he was, you know, saying he had injuries and things from the finals and shit like that. And it had been a long season. You know, them boys did have to go through the Bulls with a, I say, 90% Michael Jordan. Well, no, that was more like a 70% Michael Jordan because if it was 90%, they'd still won. Michael was Michael was, was 65% when he played the fucking flu game and shot lights the fuck out. Mainly because he couldn't feel his ass, and he didn't know if the lights was out or fucking on. That man was sick as a goddamn dog. Hell, I think everybody in their houses that enjoyed and watched basketball at that time probably stood up and gave that nigga a standing ovation from their fucking living room for the performance that shot. When that nigga, when when uh Jordan did, when that nigga fell in the Kobe, when, no, when he fell in Scottie Pippen's arms, I was like, oh my god. That man didn't, didn't damn near try to kill himself just to get this goddamn title. He didn't give a fuck. He wanted to win. And it wasn't just for him. He did a lot of that. We, we all know Jordan was doing a lot of that for his father. He, 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 he talked about it very little. Because Jordan didn't do a lot of talking at all at that time. But we know why he was doing it. He didn't play that flow game just for shits and giggles. He did not do it because he had to. He did it because he wanted to. He did it because he could. I mean, shit. Who else you going to see going to put out a performance like that? Hell, y'all sitting there comparing LeBron to Michael Jordan. Didn't, wasn't LeBron crying about that little ad? Didn't that nigga have like a scrape under his eye or some shit? And that nigga was wanting to sit out the damn game. And then it cracked me up when they sat there, when somebody showed that nigga time they had the scrape under his eye, and then they go back showing the Bash Brothers with uh, uh, JJ and uh, Brian Cushing with all of the damn no- with their noses both fucking broken. Blood draining down this nigga face. He come off of that field, nigga, looking like his ass just got through sparring in a goddamn gladiator arena. 
And Mike Florio, you big-headed bitch, don't you ever in your fucking life disrespect somebody that's doing the right thing. I get tired of that shit. Y'all always catch one little punk bitch that can't never tack on to nobody that's fucking up, but your ass got to go and attack somebody that's doing right. And as we always say here at the Joe Moffat Show, we will protect those that do right. And goddamn it, JJ, your ass is under the protection of the JM motherfucking protection services. We will fuck up anybody that's running their mouth and talking shit about good people that's doing good things. It ain't enough motherfuckers calling Greg Hardy a sorry, sorry rat bastard son of a bitch cocksucker motherfucker to be sitting there taking the time to talk shit about J.J. Watt. Let's just be fucking real. You know? There wasn't enough influence to keep that man out of the league, but yet you want to sit there and tack one of the biggest and best things to happen in the NFL in a long time. I mean, and I'm not just talking about his athleticism. I'm talking about his personality, the type of person that he is. His work ethic is sick. So, Mikey boy, just a word of caution. You keep coming at my boy. I'm going to come at you. And believe me, bruh, you don't want me coming after you. You better ask some fucking body. I ain't the motherfucking one to fuck with, biatch. And on that note, we will go ahead and wrap up another wonderful episode of the Joe Moffat Show, starring yours truly, Joe Moffat. A um, couple of things real quick, since I got plenty of time left, but y'all didn't caught me on what has been the third day editing and recording this damn show. I got a new rig in the mail, which got a badass mic, boom stand, extender arm. You know, I got some real Robotronic shit going on now. Not me just recording this shit out of my fucking headphones. So hopefully you guys, please let me know if you like the new sound quality, if I need to make it a little louder. Um, if, if it's perfect, y'all let me know, you know, so I can keep this shit up and running. Y'all know I like it doing improvements all the time to my show. Um, t-shirts. I have to get with the young lady that, um, made the first print of these. Um, we do have some out. I will be posting the t-shirts and showing them. Anybody that noticed, I saw, I did notice that they do. I did get them for Father's Day and I did post one with me wearing it. Um, and I'll also probably post some pictures of my kiddo when he gets here this weekend, which got me happy as hell. Y'all don't know how much I miss my baby. I know some men say, you talking about your son. You shouldn't talk about him that way. Fuck you in the ass with a sick dick, you bastard. I said I miss my baby. That's my baby. That is my only son, my only child, and my youngest and firstborn. He always going to be my baby, and I don't give a damn what nobody got to say about how I reference him. Okay. And I'm happy to see my bubba because I miss him like crazy. And y'all already know, Daddy Time 2 will be coming soon. We did the shit last year. If you thought it was cute, send me some ideas of some stuff that we can do this time. And we're going to redo it again. And it's going to be liver than it was last time. Y'all already know. Uh, also, check us out on SoundCloud, as always. iTunes ratings. Please, y'all show me some love. I want to hit that new and, noteworthy, new and noteworthy podcast list for iTunes. Y'all help your boy out with that. I Man, I appreciate the fuck out of y'all. I have no idea. You know, shit. I ain't going to give nobody nothing for that. Just do it because you love me, God damn it. I just, fuck. I already got the T-shirts and shit that we're going to do a giveaway for one uh, here in the next couple of months, believe you me, if you all want one. Um, 
I'm gonna say right now, fifteen. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm going. It's gonna be somewhere in that range. I'm not gonna be nuts trying to like make no money off you niggas. That's what the tour gonna be for. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um, we are currently looking for um, amateur comedians, professional comedians, anybody that wants to go out on the road and go in with me on the tour. I'm ready to roll. Also, I'm also looking to sign up after uh, August 8th with anyone that may have a tour going and need somebody to, you know, tell some jokes, carry luggage, talk about your mama. I don't give a shit. I'll fuck her too. Hey. It's all in the name of work, my nigga. Like I said, we got to put in that work, my nigga. Shit. And anybody know, big joke and put in some motherfucking work. Yes, sir. I'm definitely good for that. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, anybody that's down, y'all hit me up at the email address, thejoemoffettshow at gmail.com, and we can get something planned out. I'm good at figuring out ways of booking dates and shit. So, you know, it's whatever. Um, so, yeah, T-shirts are 15, booking dates after August 1st. Uh, what else? I think that's pretty much it. Um, for those that don't know, by the way, there is going to be a huge event this weekend. I've already spoken on it. They know I'm looking. They'll know I'll be watching. Yes, I'm talking about the BET Awards. Uh, I think this year's BET Awards is going to be awesome. I think they're going to do a good job um, remembering both Prince and Muhammad Ali. However, like I said before, they cracked on my friends at Billboard, so I suggest y'all asses be on the ball. I, I expect excellence and nothing less, because that's what y'all supposed to bring when you talk shit, okay? You throw shade, I'm going to get your ass, and that's it to anybody, okay? Black, white, purple, or green. I'm not going to defend you just because you're a nigga, okay? You all knew Madonna was going to be the one out there doing that shit, and she was going to do it the Madonna way, so... I'm just expecting the BET away best, best throw down. Oh, I'm 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 serious. I'm I'm gonna get in that ass. <laughs> I'm dead on serious. And also, friend to the show, Dion Cole. Y'all check out this nigga's comedy special this weekend. If you have never heard Dion Cole before, this is an opportunity to hurt yourself laughing. This boy is off the motherfucking chain. Okay. Check out Dion Cole, Saturday night, 11 o'clock on Comedy Central. That's 11 o'clock Central time on Comedy Central. And I'm telling you, tell him Joe Myers, you know, if y'all want to tweet him, tell him I said something. Hey, that nigga is hilarious, dude. Check him out. He'll look, man, you're going you gonna to be hurt laughing, I'm telling you. Uh, so, yeah, check that out Saturday night. And, of course, we got the Game of Thrones season finale this weekend, which I will be covering, of course, particularly the six additional minutes that come from the goddamn show that is going probably to make all of our little heads just pop the fuck off. Because I got a feeling, I don't think it may happen, but I think somebody going to go on a tour. And I think she's going to take her three dragons. And even without an army. And she gonna fly over Westeros. And everybody gonna see that the baddest bitch is about to throw down in this motherfucker. That's what I would like to see happen on there. Not her attack. No, 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 no. Just fly over. Show them what you're working with. Shit. Let the motherfuckers know, nigga. It's about to go down. And fly away. 
I'd love to see some shit like that. I know they won't do it, you know, but that would be fucking awesome. So, yeah, we got the BET Awards, Deion Cole Saturday night, 11 p.m. on Comedy Central, Game of Thrones, man. It's been a great week, great month, great year. Thank you guys for again for making the show grow bigger and bigger every month. We're on verge of doing it again this month for the sixth month in a row, which I think is fucking awesome. And I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. And it's you that's going to keep us doing things better. Uh, Miss Hippie Pixie, so by all means, feel free for y'all to hit me up. And, and, you know, give me your thoughts, give me your ideas. And anybody that wants to contribute to the show, by all means, I ain't had no contributions from nobody yet. So if you want to contribute, you know about some funny shit that you want me to talk about, or even some fucked up shit you want me to talk about, hit me up, man, and we can, we can discuss it. I'll research the fuck out of it, and we can have a good time with this shit. So this is what the Joe Mafia show is for. It's for the people. Y'all are my y'all my clique. Y'all are now what we call the mafia. Yes, right. That's the Joe Mafia. You got it right. My boy Kendall gave me that nickname back in high school because people used to call me Muffet Baby, and they called me all this uh, little Mister Muffet and all of this bullshit. And then this nigga said, "Nah, nigga, you Joe motherfucking mafia." So my clique, welcome to the goddamn mafia. The Joe Mafia. Y'all in here with me. Like I said, we're going to get the t-shirts. We're going to have a fan club. We're going to do it big, dog. And special, you know, shit just for you guys. You know, as we build it up, it's going to get bigger and bigger. But right now, if you if you listen to one show, you in. Thank you very much. Um, like I said, we'll have the t-shirts coming out here soon. So, you know, I want and everybody to buy a t-shirt. I want you to rep your shirt, post that shit on Twitter, and it's going to be awesome. We're going to build this movement. This thing is becoming a movement now. It's getting bigger than me. And I'm gladder than that. I'm real happy that the show is getting bigger than me. And, and it's all because of you guys. Thank you so much for your love. Um, to everybody in the Pardon Family, Podcast in Color, um, and, and everybody involved that's been helping me get this thing growing. I love you guys. Thank you so, so much um, for, for just believing, you know, and just being willing to help a guy out. Uh, again, this is Joe Moffitt. Thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. I want you guys to have a happy, safe, and healthy weekend this weekend. Um, and by healthy, I mean if you get fucked up, don't get to the point of puking because puking can lead to shitting, and that's just fucking disgusting. And on that note, I bid you all an adieu. Uh, look, I said dude. It rhymes with poo. Oh, no. He said dude and poo. What the fuck? We're in the show with dude and poo. So thank you for listening to the Joe Wife Show. Do and poo. Boo, boo. Bye.